Get a little more out of watching NBA games with Daily Fantasy. Every LeBron James drive, Jokic rebound, or Steph Curry game winner means so much more when you're playing with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. Download the top-rated DraftKings app now and use promo code TBPN when you sign up to get your free shot at up to $10,000 in total prizes every day of the basketball playoffs. Head to DraftKings Pools page to get your shot at huge cash prizes. That's promo code TBPN for limited time only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for full details. I think this is the only game CP3 looked like CP3, though. So I think the Suns are going to have to play a lot better in the finals, regardless of who they play. Well, if Trey and Giannis are both healthy. Man, the Suns just advanced to the finals. The Hawks and Bucks are tied 2-2. Scottie Pippen is going wild once again. And Ben Simmons passes up a shot yet again. I'm Rosa Panza, and this is the Clinic All-NBA Podcast. I have the two hooligans with me again. JJ, how you living? My name is... Living well. What's up, Tony Kukoc? <laughs> John, how you living? My name is... I'm doing well. Happy hump day. <laughs> Happy hump day, man. And... What? So, the Suns just advanced. They just beat the Clippers. We just watched it right now. Um, CP3 went absolutely crazy. John, what did you think of this game? Yes, sir. Man... What can I say? I mean, Chris Paul finally did it. He made the finals for the first time in his career. I think seriously, it's regardless of what you feel about him. I know JJ is not a fan and <laughs> totally understandable. I understand. I get why, but you, ha- you have to give him credit for this game. He, he, put, he put the team on his back and he closed out, which is one of the hardest things to do in sports is to close out a team. So... Absolutely. He was point god for one game tonight, and he's going to enjoy celebrating with his team. They made the finals, and we'll see what happens and in, in, in who they play, the Bucks or the Hawks. But overall, it was a great game for the Suns. Clippers just ran out of gas. They ran out of steam. They're shorthanded. But as much as I dislike the Clippers, you got to give them credit. I mean, they, they yeah. did far better than anybody thought they would without Kawhi Leonard. So big props to them, even though I hate them. Now they could put a Western Conference uh, banner. Oh, no, they can't. I was going to say the Clippers. Bruh. Sorry, Clippers. That was a shout out, you guys. <laughs> they know, can, seriously. They can they put up a... this close. Yeah, this... So oh, close. man. Oops. They, they, yeah, they, they could put up a participation flag. Do they have those? <laughs> Participa- participated in the Western Conference finals? No? I don't think so. You might have to ask Adam Silver for that one. <laughs> Chris Paul, man, 41 and 8. JJ, what did you think of this game, man? Poetic justice for Chris Paul, meaning that he goes to his old team and just like God, uh, just just what like John said, he played like a point god. Yeah. And you know he got traded to OKC, which we all thought he didn't want to be there. When he did get traded, there was a report from Ethan Strauss from The Athletic that a few NBA players, they laughed because they thought Chris Paul didn't look out for the everyday NBA player just for the max players. I'm Michael Jackson, you and too. now Chris Paul could prove not only the doubters wrong in terms of the NBA fans, but even those other NBA players that quote unquote hated on him. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I mean, 
I, I said it before, I think CP3 has been on, he became a journeyman, right? And it didn't really seem like he fit in a lot of these other teams. Um, you could say that the Suns really felt like his style of play and he showed it tonight. He absolutely showed it, showed it 41 points. He was completely efficient. I mean, I want to say that he shot in like the 60%. Yeah, 60% and 87% from three just absolutely lights out. The thing that like drove me crazy though is he was obviously hunting Boogie Cousins and he was completely abusing him. And he was abusing him so much that RJ, we have a video of this, that uh, Boogie might have gave a little shove. I want you guys to rate this dub Bruh. or dub. <laughs> Whether or not it's a flop. John, check this out. Oh, I see John, it. John, do you, do you think this is a flop? I, I think it's 150% a flop. Can I do that? And Chris Paul, it, doesn't, it didn't surprise me in the least. I, I know, I mean, what is he labeled? He's labeled the, the king, one of the king of the floppers, and he definitely deserves an Oscar for that. Cousins just lifted. <laughs> that, that second he, I think, angle kills Yeah, me, that's man. terrible. But Cousins just tried to lift his, his elbow, I think, to avoid Chris Paul, and he sold it like he got hit by a truck, man. That's that's awful. <laughs> hey, JJ, what did you think? I mean, Chris Paul is known to do this, just king flopper. And I think it's, a. I mean, I'm just going to say like there's a, like a true essence of a purist of watching basketball. You just want people just to play. You want tough play. You want right. aggressiveness. You just want... True. true essence of basketball and you know flopping isn't isn't part of the game but what happened you boogie cousins got called for a technical and that benefited <laughs> the Suns. so i guess it's a dub for the Suns. Oh. yeah it's i would a say dud for the fans yeah exactly i was gonna say that it's a dud for the fans a dub for the Suns. but it's like jj said it's we don't want to see that in the game but as long as the refs are going to call it that way and not and reward that kind of behavior teams are going to continue to take advantage of it right because why wouldn't you if you're trying to win a game and i that's the, that's part of the thing that i can't fault chris paul for fault him for is that he's trying to take every single advantage he can to win the game and it's on the refs and the nba and the league to not reward that behavior holla, holla. yeah i mean for example we're gonna bring up this pat bev video he ends up getting ejected for this i guys want you to rate this is this a dub or dud by, by Chris Paul, he gets sh straight up shoved in the back <laughs> as Chris Paul is walking away. No one knows what was said. John, what did you think of this interaction? So I saw the replay. I don't think anything was said. I think Chris Paul just gave him that side eye, you know, that, that really <laughs> disrespectful side eye that you give somebody when you want to either punch them in the face or tell them that they suck. Ain't nobody and see you. Oh, Patrick Beverly took exception to it and pushed him in the back. I think it's a real whack move a complete dud on not just Patrick Beverly, but the, it makes the Clippers look bad. I mean, come on, man. Yes, sir. For one, Mark Jackson made one good point, which he rarely does as a broadcaster, is <laughs> Patrick Beverly talks, talk, was talking all this smack, all this trash, the entire series. And when somebody mm -hmm. else, when somebody on the other team does it, you can't, you can't take it. If you can't handle the heat, get out of the kitchen. Yes, sir. So to me, that's a complete <laughs> dud on Patrick Beverly. Yeah, JJ, what did you think of this? That's that's super weak. Like to push someone it's from so behind. Weak. Yeah. And like you're gonna result into like a 
physical altercation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, those are the dudes when we go out and the people that get too drunk at the bar and they need to result into like pushing or fighting. Like, that's not alpha male, that's weak. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I mean, if there's a version of a sh- like a sucker, a sucker push, this was exactly <laughs> that. I mean, CP3's back is turned. I don't care what he says, dude. At least approach him like a man, Pat Bev. Especially since you're an irritant on the court. I mean, you can't have that, like, weak kind of response when someone is talking smack to you if you're supposed to be the irritant. So that's just, that's a dub for Chris Paul, man. That's a definitely dub for Chris Paul. And I wanted to talk about a little bit about Devin Booker. Devin Booker had had himself a, a pretty good game, 22 points. But the thing that concerns me is that he was really getting hit in the face a few times. Um, one was by, I want to say Chris Paul. No, no, sorry, by uh, PG, where he was trying to go for a move. He ended up like shouldering him right in the face. John, do you think Devin Booker's relationship is intact with Kendr- Kendall Jenner, <laughs> even though his nose has been broken hella times? Bruh. I have to be honest. I think it's in, it's in kind of it's concerning. There might it might be in jeopardy. But I know Kendall Jenner has <laughs> and her family. They have a lot of good surgeons that they can recommend. So I think Booker will be. <laughs> I think Booker will be totally fine. I think you know he's a good-looking kid. What is he like half? I think he's half Puerto Rican, half black. Got the good mix, the the ethnic mix. I think he'll be fine. He'll be all right. Yeah, he's going to the final treatment. That that plastic surgery. What's next for the Clippers, JJ? What do you think? For the Clippers, I don't know what they have to do. Like, everyone could kind of agree that they should have won and they could have won with Kawhi. The last few games were very close. But the West for the upcoming season, it's going to be no joke. The Lakers are going to come back strong. In fact, they were my pick to go to the finals this year. Right. The Warriors are going to become stronger with Clay coming back. Oh. And Jamal Murray is supposed to come back with the Nuggets. It's just like this whole barrage of teams going to compete next year. You're hoping everyone's going to not only come back healthy, but become even better. So, baby, baby. should the Clippers even think about upgrading the roster? For example, trade PG. You think Steve Ballmer's happy with PG right now? I think he might have played himself at least another year. I think he did pretty well without Kawhi Leonard. I'm Michael Jackson, um, and you know, pretty well is actually kind of a slight because I think he did really well. I think if he, if he was someone else, like if he wasn't Pandemic P, we would be praising him for the way that he conducted himself against the Suns. I think he carried this team. I mean, if, if some of these games go the other way, you know, only by a few points, they could have won this series. Oh. John, what do you think? Yeah, this one's a tough one for me because the Clippers played well enough to win and they didn't have Kawhi Leonard. The, what's concerning for me, if I'm a fan of theirs, is can Reggie Jackson... Well, Reggie Jackson's going to get paid, so I don't even know if the Clippers can actually keep him next year as a, yeah, I don't one know. of the bench players. But Marcus Morris is under contract, I believe, and he can he replicate the type of season playoffs that he had? A lot of these guys, you would you can make an argument that they played way, you know, they exceeded expectations and they played above their their expected productivity. 
So, True. but if I'm them, I would keep the same team. Kawhi was hurt. Sergi Baca was hurt. If anything, I would just try to focus on the health, focus on making sure that these guys are healthy. Maybe even do a little bit of extra load management, something that Kawhi is notorious for. And, you know, it's, it's hard to say. I mean, there's so many injuries happen this year, not just for the Clippers, but for everybody. So it's, I mean, it's, this season is the, the question of what if, right? So I would keep yeah, the same so- team, roll with it, um, and make some additions here and there. If you lose some guys, try to fill those spots. But I would keep the core team intact if I'm them. True. Well, let me just ask you to this, which is we talk about Kawhi and how Kawhi is arguably top five and at his best could be top three or two, correct? But if he's had a history of being injured and, you know, there's kind of like this weirdness that he had with the Spurs and now there are reports that he's being weird right now. He's not even being on the bench, which I find it very odd. He was on the bench for this, this last game, but yeah, the la- the, the previous the, the two past or three few- games, yeah, he was not. He wasn't on the bench. If you're Steve Ballmer and the Clippers front office, do you even entertain the thought of trading Kawhi? What? Not unless it's for an equal or better or or young prospect that and like many draft picks. It, it has to be the take or the value has to be equal or better there's no i mean i I would say no but if there's a like an opportunity or a deal that somebody offers that you can't pass up for another superstar then i think you have to consider it but i don't think that's going to happen i think i would consider it a lot harder um just because i mean just worrying about Kawhi and like what is thinking and he's very mysterious as an owner that would make me feel really, really uncomfortable. And if I could get Kawhi for, like you said, like another superstar who might be more reliable, might be easier to manage, you know, maybe you beat the Suns, Bruh. right? Maybe you beat them because you were you already took them to six games. So what's to say if you didn't have like another superstar that isn't quite Kawhi level, but at least, you know, maybe another PG level superstar, Maybe you win this series and maybe you go to the finals. I mean, it's it's really hard to say. Kawhi is an interesting trade piece. JJ, what would you do? I would definitely look into it. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Like you, go ahead, Jay. Sorry. It's been an issue. Like his history shows, you know, that it's been an issue. But John, would you trade AD for Kawhi? Straight up. What? Considering they are both injured half the season (laughs) i mean that's a tough one man i don't know probably not and Mm. i i say that because i think lebron fits better with ad than lebron would fit with Kawhi. two wing players and i think Kawhi, like june said is harder to manage he's he's kind of an outlier in terms of his personality he's not very vocal you don't know what he's thinking he, he's very introverted at least from what he shows he he's never happy oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> no I mean he just you know he's just one of those strange he's just like a strange guy and I think that's harder to yeah it, it, it'll it'll affect the camaraderie of a team so my answer is no I probably wouldn't make that trade if Clipper fans didn't hate us already 
this is this is a good way for us to lose all of our Clipper fans here. <laughs> but we'll we'll see what they do next year. And congratulations to the Suns. It's going to be absolutely awesome to see CP3 in the finals, whether or not you like CP3 or not. So, speaking of injuries, Hawks versus Bucks. JJ, what did you think of Game Four? The obvious news was the scare, which was Giannis's freak, no pun intended, accident with his hyperextension of his Man. knee. Right. Right. And we have the video we, for that, yeah. We keep talking about injuries and how this season is kind of a fluke. It's an asterisk. And even people online, it's just like injuries happen every year. But what? nah, man, like this year, this might be the first finals without an MVP candidate. It's been LeBron or Steph. And it could possibly be without Giannis. Bruh. So right. I'm going to... I'm just going to say straight up, it is an asterisk year. Sorry, Suns fans. Sorry, Hawks fans. Sorry, Bucks fans. <laughs> but if you do win this, it's going to be considered, you know, we're going to be thinking about it. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think you're absolutely right. John, what did you think? Yeah, I think Jay just hit it everything on the head. The obvious news was the Giannis injury. And that watching that video was rough. That did not look good, but... Fortunately, there was no structural damage. People thought it could have been a serious ACL injury. So we'll see if he can play game five. He seems doubtful at this point. And Trey is also game time decision, I think. So imagine a Hawks and Bucks game without their two stars. That could be uh, the war of attrition. It could be ugly, but it's, it kind of evens the playing field now. And it's a, it's a more interesting series, I'd say. So we'll see what happens. I, I think it's anybody's series at this point and the hawks have shown proven that they can play with the big boys yes, despite how young they are despite how inexperienced they are and the bucks are, are i'm always concerned about the bucks every year yeah. I, you always mm -hmm. think they're gonna break through but they, they i don't know what it is like they they just not they just don't win convincingly and i don't know if that's something to do with Giannis or just a team or it's probably coach bud to be honest so not to not i don't to, know man yeah not to rant too much i'm just or go off tangent it's a good series and hopefully it, it uh it continues to it continues to be a close close one i mean i mean game five is gonna be so hard to watch i mean you're gonna flip on the tv to watch middleton versus kevin herter or Bogdanovich, like, like, what are we watching here? You know what I mean? I'm, I want some, I want some competitive basketball. This is not what fans asked for, right? And Giannis goes down, and, and I feel bad, absolutely awful for Giannis, just because I think if Giannis Attentacumpo ended up winning the championship this year, I think, I think most of media, sports media, would have given it a pass. They would have been like, maybe it's not an asterisk year because. Giannis is, has been dominant during these playoffs. They would, you know, cite his stats. He's been unbelievable. He's been efficient. He's been defensive. You could really defend a Giannis championship. Yes, sir. But these other guys, I, I don't know if you really can. I guess CP3 is the last one, but really everyone else has gone down, right? All of CP3's competition has gone down. If you're the Suns, who do you want? Do you want the Bucks or the Hawks in the finals? Jay, what do you I'll, think? Throw to you. I'll throw it to you. I'm, I'm thinking right now. I mean, it would be cool to see 
Trey versus CP3, old versus new school. Bald versus yes, sir. <laughs> A plus haircut. Bro. Should be bald. Should be bald, <laughs> you know. So that would be really cool in, ter- in terms of athletic team versus athletic team. So but I think. I th- go, go ahead, ahead, John. No, go ahead, JJ. Sorry. Hold up. No, no, go, go ahead. Okay, Sorry. so. You guys are so polite. Yeah, I know. We're too polite. <laughs> This is strange. Uh, I, don't know, this is strange. I don't know this side yeah, of you guys. Are, who are you guys? What, what, ha- what happened to the real? The well, real like, what happened Trey, to the real Trey you? Young's hair went in my head and I can't even. Okay, okay. Right now, so. All right, so if I'm the Suns, I would want the Hawks for because I think they're a better matchup. I think Giannis is going to give DeAndre Ayton a lot of problems. And I think he's a key piece to what the Suns do offensively and if, even if he's not scoring because he's he's a big he gets rebounds and he you know he's a good defender but i think Giannis would give him a lot of problems with his athleticism his speed he'd probably get eaten in foul trouble um and then you have drew holiday who is a great defender and he probably and since chris paul's 36 i know he had an amazing game six here but i think drew holiday would would do a pretty good job because Chris Paul, the one thing about Drew Holiday is what, what he has trouble with is speed. And that's evident in this series with the Hawks, right? You can see Trey right. Young blow by him, and he and he's scoring with ease. So I think Chris Paul is a better matchup for Drew Holiday. So if I'm the Suns, all in all, I would want the Hawks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I would agree. I think if I were the Suns, I would also want the Hawks. And I'm actually going to move on. We got to talk about Scottie Pippen just going crazy. He was talking about Phil Jackson. And and let me just let me just go through this a little bit. Pippen infamously refused to return to a game with 1.8 seconds left after learning he would not get the last shot. This has been in like the 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 Jordan documentary and basically Tony Kukoc ended up with the last shot hitting the game winner for the Bulls. And he said by saying Who was this again? Patrick? Dan Patrick? Dan Patrick, yeah. Patrick, yeah. It was Dan Dan Patrick, Patrick. right? Yeah. Scottie Pippen was basically saying that this was a racial move. And Dan Patrick had replied by saying it's a racial move. You're then calling Phil a racist. And Pippen replied, I don't got a problem with that. And then Patrick followed up and said, do you think Phil was a racist? And he said, Pippen said, oh yeah. Which is big news. That's quite the accusation. JJ, what did you think of Scottie Pippen saying this about Phil? Bruh. Okay, so Pippen played with the Bulls. When you think about the Bulls, you think about Dynasty, you think about Michael, you think about Pippen, you think about legacy. So when you and when you call your coach that helped you get six championships, remember before Phil Jackson they weren't winning, but Phil Jackson put right. them over the bump. Okay. Pippen, we need to hear his side. He could speak up if he wants to. But just note that in today's day and age with social media, with social injustice, that when you call someone a racist, those words carry a lot of weight. Yes, sir. So my thing is, did you get what you want? 
Did you get the dub? <laughs> did the Bulls get the dub? They did. Yeah, they won. Yeah. Tony Kukoc, when he played with Croatia, had multiple game winners. He had multiple game winners that year with the Bulls. Yeah. I remember that. It's documented. Yep. And it was even shown in the last dance. Is Pippen known to shoot game winners? No. You lose. So my thing is that you get paid at what you do, what you're good at. And as a coach, you play to your player's strengths. Is that correct, my dudes? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 100%. So, Pippen, I mean, yes, you did get to earn that right to take that last minute shot. But don't get it twisted. Players are always used as decoys. Reggie Miller said that. Jordan even said that when he passed the ball to Steve Kerr and John Paxton in the finals. Yes, sir. So I, I know I rambled. I love the Bulls. I love Scottie Pippen. But Pippen, if you're going to say these things, if you're going to accuse Phil Jackson of being racist, you got to know the consequences, oh. man. Yeah, absolutely, John. What do you think? I don't know if anybody's seen the actual video, but if you're going to make an accusation like that, you can't be looking, at least look the way Scottie Pippen looked. That kind of kills all your credibility <laughs> right off the bat. I mean, watch the video. He has his hair like like Krusty the Clown. <laughs> look at this guy, man. Look at this guy, man. His hair oh is goodness. in shambles. He has a full bottle of liquor what? right onto the right of him. And he probably has empty bottles off camera. But he just, I don't know. And I know you can't base things off looks or judge a book by its cover, but he doesn't look well. But you just did. I did, right. Exactly. (laughs) He doesn't look, I don't want to do it, but I did it anyway. He doesn't look, he doesn't look okay physically. And and from a, you know, just, just an appearance standpoint. But man, JJ, you, he touched up on a lot of things that I was going to say, and I agree with almost everything he said. It's just because Phil Jackson drew up a play for a rookie who happened to be white doesn't mean he's racist. Yeah. It's it's kind of an outlandish thing to say. Now, I'm not, I'm not claiming that Scottie Pippen is wrong. Maybe he played with Phil Jackson for many years, and maybe he has... He made some questionable decisions that could have been based on race. I don't know. But... Like JJ said, you better make sure that you have sound, that what you're saying, the accusations that you make, especially in today's society, that there's, that they hold weight, that you have actual, maybe actual evidence to back up your claim because you can't just go around spewing things, especially with social media, with the culture and the society and, and how people feel about certain topics. You can't just throw out something like that unless you're absolutely sure so i love the bulls like jj said they're one of my all-time favorite teams growing up and i don't know what to make of this i i mean phil jackson obviously was a coach of the lakers he's a legendary coach and it's something that you don't want to think about it's something that you don't want to even entertain but again scotty pippen played with him i don't know if he's if it's true or not but based on if he's just basing it all off a play or a design play that he made to get to win the game it's that sounds kind of ridiculous to me Bruh. june what yeah, do you think yeah like like scotty pippen we're gonna need more evidence man 
because if you're gonna give us like basketball evidence on how someone's racist it, it's it's not gonna it's not gonna pan out we need more than that we definitely need more or you're gonna look crazy just as crazy as as pippin looked in that video and i'll, I'll say this pippin said that that he deserved the last shot okay and maybe he did right but phil jackson also deserved to make whatever play he wants it's very right? true great very point. true great point. He, he deserved he deserved to make whatever play he wants and you know what the play he drew up guess what it freaking worked it worked they won the freaking game yeah. so i don't think that's based off of race that's not based off of anything but basketball Excuse that's not based off anything me. but basketball scotty pippen but we're gonna move on to the next thing Shaq had a response to maybe lebron's tweet Shaq, without naming names, he basically said that an NBA player was complaining about the 2021 schedule, and he said, I don't make excuses. Real people are working out, working their tail off, and we gotta do, do and all we gotta do. Let me say this all over again. Wait, you I gotta do it in a Shaq voice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't make excuses. Real people are working their tail off, and all we gotta do is train two hours a day. Play for play a game for two hours a night and make a lot of money. Forty million people have been laid off, and I'm making twenty million. I'd play back to back to back to back. Come that was <laughs> that was actually Shaq's voice, by the way. What? JJ, what did you think of Shaq's response? I hundred and fifty percent agree, as John would say. Yeah. I mean, during the time of COVID. People are getting laid off. People are struggling. You are playing a children's game. You put the ball into the hoop. You only have to work out. You only have to go to practice. So I know back at what December and January, people were clowning on Kyrie for taking a mental break. And I'm not going to marginalize, you know, mental health. But the way that we grew up is your job is a serious thing where you have to provide for yourself and your, for your family. Yes, sir. Like my parents, Absolutely. they didn't have the luxury to like take a mental break. So I, I don't know, like that's, that's my thoughts. Like I value mental health, but I also value working hard and appreciate what, what you have. Yeah, agreed, John. I I think it's funny that Shaq didn't name any names, but everybody and their mother know exactly who he's talking about. <laughs> I mean, come on here. So I have I guess a few thoughts on this. I I kind of agree with what Shaq is saying, and it's the re because he's right that these guys are making millions of dollars to play a game. They have to train. They work hard in the off season, they work out, but compared to a lot of these, a lot of jobs that people have that have to wake up early, they have to, they have kids to take care of. They don't have the luxury of paying um, chefs and people to take care of your home and drive you. And so, yeah, I think it's, it's kind of, you know, I think the reason why players maybe LeBron or whoever would say something like this is because they're they're pretty far removed from reality. 
when you make that much money, it's it's. I think they're they don't really understand the plight and the struggle of a lot of people, us, you know, ourselves included, or the normal like single father, single mother, and things like that. So I don't think LeBron or whoever. Yeah. Sorry, let me step back. The anonymous person who said this, I, I don't think they they meant. I don't think they meant anything intentionally bad or ill will. It's just, it's more of like a certain level of, of being naive, and not just not or a, self, not a lack of self awareness and and kind of how that would come off by saying that. And so Shaq, in a, in a sense, I would say is right. Yeah, I think Shaq is just keeping it real with this. I think. I think after he saw, you know, whoever, whoever said this, um, he basically wanted to to say, hey, like maybe we should ease up on on tweeting like this to people out there who are literally working their tail off because it doesn't translate well. It doesn't translate well when you complain like that. And, you know, I I actually give Shaq a lot of props for keeping it real like that. Um, the Blazers officially introduced Chauncey Billups as their head coach. There was a bunch of news just swirling around this. True. And part of the news is just Dame Lillard might be unhappy with his situation in Portland. And I have some mock trades here. Okay? And I want you guys to tell me whether or not these trades would even be feasible if they would be equal on both ends and which ones might be maybe the best, the most interesting. The first one I have is Dame Lillard for Anthony Davis. Of course, I'm going to ask John about this one. What do you think, John? You, this is a typo. It should be Dame for Kyle Kuzma and Contavious Caldwell Pope. <laughs> what? Isn't that, isn't that, that's a fair trade, I think. Actually, I think the Lakers get a little shafted on that. <laughs> okay, enough with the jokes. That's like, some slander. I, that's some yeah, slander. That's right slander. Um, AD for Dame. To me, that's the lateral move. Excuse and as much me. as I love Dame, he's a killer. He's an alpha. AD is a beta. He's a second. Uh, Dame could be your number one, and he could be that guy to replace LeBron when he retires. I just don't know, I guess, from a Lakers standpoint, what would the goal be? Because I think, it's again, it's a lateral move. The things that you gain with Dame Lillard, you... You would lose um, from from AD like from trading AD, which is the defense, think, the size, right. the rebounding, the and the defense. I think I said that already. But one big caveat is AD's availability, his injury history. Dame doesn't have that. He had a fluke injury kind of last year in the bubble, but he's been reliable. He's been um, you know there when you need him, and AD is. Has been injured a lot. That's there's no way to sugarcoat it. So I, AD's only been a Laker for two years. He's been injured one. We won a title with the other. I would still give him another year or two to try to figure out this injury thing, this injury bug. Maybe it's a diet change. Maybe it's reaching out to Tom Brady or some of the greats who've been playing longer. The concern again is that he's young. He's 28, and so guys that age should not be getting injured this much so something needs to change whether and, and whether that's Absolutely. his diet or his, his regimen so i give ad another year or two I, I don't think i would make this trade it's JJ, because would you do it oh, go, it's because john wants shorter to get signed for 130 million <laughs> so that's we'll a, leave it at that's that. the point guard he really wants <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we uh this was on the this was that was on the list to talk about but i removed it immediately <laughs> 
<laughs> what is it like 100 or 120 mil that's ridiculous he wants between 100 and 120 million yeah the, do the lakers beat the suns if it's dame and lebron instead of ad I, it's hard to. I mean, you can't really say yes or no. I mean, it's not a. It's like an incomplete question because AD wasn't healthy. He was hurt, right? And I think the Lakers right. would have beat the Suns if AD was healthy. Now, if AD I'm was just healthy, that Dame Dame would be available though. That's true. That's a good point. Um, so yes, I'll, I'll, I'll play along. I'll, I'll answer play. it for John. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I think so. Look at this fan right here. Can't even. Kind of say yes to the answer team. is no. <laughs> the answer is no. He, the wants is no. he wants AD to be healthy so bad. I do. I, I understand do. It, it man. breaks I my heart. It, it breaks my heart, man. I know. I understand it, man. JJ, I'm going to ask you about PG. So Dame for PG with the Clippers. What do you think of that trade? That would work. That's feasible. But if I'm Portland, I want PG and draft picks. Holla, holla. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would agree. John, Celtics were giving up Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart. Uh, I would say yeah. I would make that trade if I was Portland. I think Jalen Brown is a is underutilized. I think he's a potential. He's a star, and Marcus Smart doesn't get enough credit for what he does on the court, and that goes beyond the, the stat sheet. Yeah. And Portland gets defense. Yeah. 76ers, Ben Simmons, Tyrese Maxey, JJ. No. No, no, no. Pelicans, Brandon Ingram, Jackson Hayes, and then maybe like a sign-in trade for Lonzo or Hart. John, what you think? Oh wow, this is a, this one's actually tough for me because So you're uh, pairing Dame with Zion. Yeah. I am uh I'm gonna say yeah. Yes, I do this trade from the Pelicans. And I'm gonna end it with JJ. Dame Lillard and Yusuf Nurkic for Wiseman, Wiggins, Pascal, Poole, and then all the picks that the Warriors have. It's always it? quoted that the best player within the trade wins. Yes, Warriors should definitely do that. If the Blazers want, and if they do trade Dame, they're going to have to rebuild. There's no way about it. You have these building blocks and picks that I think would fit well with that team and Dame yeah. comes back to his hometown yeah absolutely I want you guys to pick one of these teams What, which trade out of all these you would like to see the most I'm going to start with John I hate saying this but I'm going to have to go with the Warriors I think if you if we saw it's the most fun it would, it would be nasty, man. I'm not going to lie. If we saw Chris, if we saw, I was going to say Chris Paul. If we saw Steph with Clay back and Dame, the three of them on a team, I would have to say that the Warriors would probably be my favorite to win it all. Yeah. I mean, if they didn't win it, it'd be absolutely entertaining. JJ, are you going with the same one? I'm going with the Warriors, but it would be hilarious if yes, sir. Portland traded for PG. <laughs> and cue the wave. You lose. I would have to agree. And that actually sums up our podcast for tonight. Um, JJ, thank you for being on, man. Thank you for having me. Shout out to Tony Kukoc once again. <laughs> John, thank you, man. Hey, thank you, guys. Scotty, 
we're waiting for the next thing that happens with you, all right? <laughs> and of course, shout out to our video producer, RJ. And I'm Rosa Panza. This is the Clinic All NBA Podcast. Find us wherever you find your podcasts.